Michelangelo Signorelli, Sirius XM OutQ. Welcome back. I'm Michelangelo Signorelli on Sirius XM OutQ 109. Really extraordinary example here of how powerful it is when people speak up and speak out, challenge bigotry, and galvanize others, and do so in the face of a lot of hate that's out there. Very brave young man, Marcel Niergaard, 11 years old, wrote a petition with his father, started a petition on moveon.org, and wrote a post that has gone viral on Huffington Post, made a video speaking out and calling for Students First, a group that has claimed to represent students all across the country and standing up against bullying, calling for that group to rescind an award they endorsed Representative John Reagan in Tennessee, and they gave him an award, actually called him Education Reformer of the Year, even though this man supported legislation that would hurt LGBT kids in Tennessee schools. And we're talking about, of course, the Don't Say Gay bill. We had Senator Stacey Campfield on our program from Tennessee. He introduced it in the Senate, a vile piece of legislation banning discussion of homosexuality. They had changed it to the point where they were actually uh, supporting the idea that people should be allowed to bully if it is for religious reasons. Um, they actually were supporting what could be called uh, putting kids through ex-gay therapy. It, it, it's a really vile piece of legislation. Marcel spoke up about it, talked about it, got enormous amount of support, and we've been talking about it for a long time, and of course activists have come on the program and talked about it, but it, it really seemed to uh, finally take this young man to talk about it and create this petition which with his dad that has gotten so much support. Today it was announced that Students First will be rescinding that award, has rescinded that award to John Reagan. They are also supporting federal legislation that would take on bullying in our schools. And, you know, they've been criticized for being a front group for uh, right-wing causes. So this is a really big deal. And uh, we had planned this interview with Marcel and Mike Niergaard a few days ago, uh, but it just so happened what a perfect, uh, what perfect timing uh, we have right here because um, this happened today. So they both join me right now. Uh, Marcel, welcome to the program. Thank you. And Mike, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Uh, and congratulations on uh, this really uh, great 
um, incredible piece of uh, activism that you've both been a part of. Uh, Thanks. Marcel, tell us a little bit about your story. You were being bullied uh, leading up to uh, sixth grade, and this past year your parents decided to homeschool you. You've decided to be homeschooled because um, of fears about your safety. Talk a little bit about some of the bullying and and how it was that you came to be homeschooled. Well, I was homeschooled because of the bullying in fifth grade. And it came to a point where um, I gave two reasons for not committing suicide. And And those two reasons were, what would it do to my family? It would... I had two parents and a brother, and if I did that to them, it would it would be terrible. And I had a whole future ahead of me. I had a, I could be something. And of course, I'm sure every day it was a struggle to even get up and, and go to school thinking about what you faced. Yeah, when when I started school, I I loved school. I thought it was I I loved learning. I I thought it was amazing. But once the bullies realized that I was different, they they started picking on me. One of my friends turned on me. I was called I wore uh boots. Uh and I got the nickname girl boots because they they were from the girls' section, and I mean, it was it was really it was really terrible for me. What was it like, Mike, uh, for you as a parent to hear these stories and and obviously try to deal with the school about protecting your son? I think the most horrifying thing is that we didn't hear the stories. Um, often or every day, Marcel would come home and say, everything is fine, everything is fine. And we didn't know why things were slipping. And it wasn't until well into the year that we heard what was happening. And I think neither we nor the school really appreciated how insidious and how damaging words can be. Marcel only got hit a couple of times. Um, But, I mean, the school system was concerned um, and they really wanted to do something, but it was very difficult for them because this is not the kind of bullying that they're set up for. They didn't understand it, and neither did we. And, of course, the environment um, in which this Don't Say Gay bill uh, is being promulgated uh, which uh, really, I, I mean, if you follow it to its logical conclusion, especially this new provision that it had uh, where it, it would literally out students to their parents um, could have some parents deciding to put their kids into uh, an ex-gay program, uh, could really just put kids uh, in danger um, it's an environment in which homophobia would basically be institutionalized in the schools. Yes, I think that's true. 
Talk a little bit about the the uh, petition and your decision to write this petition and uh, kind of try to generate a lot of um, a lot of discussion around the issue. Marcel, I think that might be a question for you. Oh, um, so why we wrote the petition? Um, well, I wrote the petition because I I was bullied in fifth grade, and um, I heard about Students First uh, making this, uh, giving this award to John Reagan, and then I, I found out that I could make a petition, and... I took that chance. I took, I wrote the petition, and I'm so happy that students first listened, and I'm so happy that they they came to my side and they listened to me, and I thought it's really amazing. Did you think about it as something you were doing that was brave? A, a lot of people have said, you know, and, and I certainly salute you, you put yourself out there. Uh, you put your name on it. Um, you were going public in a big way. Well, I, I, people keep calling me brave, but it it seemed like something I just I just wanted to do, and I mean, it it seemed like the right thing to do. And the fact that there's a chance to not do that seemed, sounded sounded like you were saying, yeah, I was bullied, and I'm going to let those bullies win. It's, it's, it's almost giving up in a way. It's giving up to myself. It's giving up to them. Your parents have been really um, supportive of you and, and um, have really... Uh, been there for you. Uh, do you realize how there are so many other kids who who don't uh, have parents who support them, and how it must be for them as well? Oh yeah, my my parents my parents were there. There are the reason that I am here. They are the reason that I could write this petition at all because they were supportive enough to do it. So. Huffington Post, you posted um, the essay, uh, the video was out there as well, the uh, petition is out there. It gets tens of thousands. Was it over 50,000, or what, what was the number now that yeah, it, it was, reached? Yeah, it was 53,400-something. Uh, just uh, amazing. Uh, and then uh, this uh, posting today on the uh, website of Students First, uh, Michelle Rhee, the um, head of Students First, the CEO, she was formerly uh, the D.C. school's superintendent. Um, she wrote in the headline, Students First stands with Marcel. Uh, what did that feel like when you, when you saw that? Oh, it, it felt like... So my, my mom showed it to me and she said, I especially like this part. And I let out a little gasp of surprise, and I thought in my head, oh, my gosh. I went from 
this this nobody almost to having so many things and having a head of a national organization say, I stand with you and I agree with you and we're going to change our ways in five days. And I felt I felt so happy. I felt I felt I had done something and I always dreamed that one day I would do something. I would stop sitting around saying, I want to do something, but I don't know how to do it. And I realized I did that. I did something, and I changed something. And it made me feel so good. Well, you certainly did change something uh, in an extraordinary way, and you should certainly feel uh, great. Mike, uh, Mike Niergaard, Marcel's dad, uh, with us as well. What did you think? I mean, they not only um, have, you know, said they stand with Marcel, they're rescinding the award to John uh, Reagan. They are going to support federal anti-bullying legislation, which they had not previously uh, come out in support of. Did you think this would happen? No, I I did not think this would happen. Um, I dreamed of it, of course. We need many, many more national organizations to lobby. We, you know, only a few voices doesn't get much of anywhere. But but with a big, powerful lobbying organ, organizations, you can make things happen. So we dared to hope, but we didn't expect. It really uh, is something enormous that you've both done. Uh, your whole family has done. Uh, I think, for students uh, nationally uh, as well. I mean, Students First is a group that puts itself out there as uh, speaking on behalf of students. Um, it, it had previously uh, not supported this legislation, and, of course, giving the award to John Reagan just uh, completely uh, hypocritical. They'd previously done an It Gets Better uh, video. You've really helped to transform this uh, organization, and that's affected people across the country, certainly that must be something that makes you feel great, um, just as Marcel feels great about it. Um, truth be told, it is great. Uh, but over the process of these few days, I've come to realize that that is not the greatest thing. Um, I think people need education. They've been raised on a steady diet of homophobic misconceptions, and they believe that being gay is something that happens between adults in a bedroom somewhere. And I don't like to give up on anyone, but I think John Reagan is probably a homosaur. He hates gays. But there are plenty of people in my town who don't. And there are plenty of people out there, even within the gay community, who don't realize that kids who are young can have a crush on Justin Bieber. And it's not an adult thing. It's they're a kid and they're gay. And to start that conversation and to begin to educate the entire nation on what being gay really is, is perhaps the best thing that's come out. That Marcel has become a teachable moment in our national conversation. Is this for both of you? Uh, I mean, you've created a, a platform here, as you're saying, a teachable moment. Um, to blog, to write, to organize people? You've organized thousands of people around this issue. Do you see this as something your family is going to continue in terms of speaking out? Uh, I think we're going to eat some dinner and have some ice cream 
and Marcel wants to take some time to think about it. And Marcel, are you um, maybe going to be doing another video at some point in the future? Um, I don't know. As as my dad said, I I want to. I want to think about it. I want to enjoy this victory and enjoy my summer. And yeah, maybe, maybe I might just do something again. Make try to make get an anti-bullying law or try something. Right. Well, there's a lot of um, time for that. And as you said, enjoy the summer. And as Mike, uh, you said. Um, have some ice cream and have some fun. We we want to thank you for the enormous work and for coming on the program uh, and, and talking to us about it. Uh, it. It really is just great to see people uh, empowering themselves and then helping to empower uh, so many other people. And if we could be part of carrying that message, that's a great thing as well. Thank you both for coming on the program. Thank you for having us in. Thank you, thank Marcel, you. and thank you, Mike uh, Niergaard. Thank you very much. Uh, Marcel Niergaard, 11-year-old uh, who has moved a national organization to rescind an, or, uh, uh, an award from a homophobe, and uh, his dad, Mike Niergaard. We're back in a few minutes. The Michelangelo Ellie Show on Sirius XM.